<laughs> All right, thank you. We're back. We're back from uh, intermission, and uh, we're gonna get into uh, our Black Love segment. This sounds a little uh, uh, tabloidy, so I'm gonna let uh, E take it away. All right, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, just from personal uh, life life experience uh, with this Black Love thing, it's it's wild out here, um, slim pickings. But um, I did want to talk about or revisit um, Tia. We've been talking about just, this a lot. Just some recent social media posts. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to coincide with the interview that Michelle Obama did with Volts and just some stuff together I don't know if y'all watched it but Michelle Obama you know it's a snippet but she basically said she feels sad that these young couples are giving up on marriage so quickly because on the other side of hardship is basically you know it's it's worth it it's sweetness or whatever you want to call it now swinging it back to Tia and Corey um she filed for divorce um According to the streets, he didn't cheat or anything. She was just very unhappy in her marriage. Um, currently, she has this persona on social media that comes off as, hey, you know, my marriage was successful, even though it ended in divorce. I don't I don't really know how that how that works. Um, and she is also on this supposed new journey because she's a single mom and she's uh really just trying to find herself with this new life and now she's on social media this is my morning regimen this is my self-care this and this is how I'm navigating through this and I'm just like you know there's something to be said about people who don't properly grieve their loss of the relationship whether it was a marriage or friendship there was a loss that took place and I feel like you're not showing all parts of that so you're presenting a false narrative to people that you're okay, and really, you're not. You're not. You're not. Hashtag so, Black is she? I'm guessing what you're describing is she's kind of doing a a rebranding of herself as a single woman now that she's got the divorce. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, she's trying to make it seem as if she's she, okay. She's okay, like there was no. There's a loss of a relationship. You need to show some type of like, yes, I'm sad it didn't work out or I, I feel some type of way or, you know, just something. Mm -hmm. But she's also probably trying to be okay because I feel like I went through that phase where I was just <laughs> hashtag doing me. I'm free. You know, sometimes you feel like doing all that is going to actually make you feel better. And then you realize, No. Because you do have to actually go through the feelings and of the grief process of losing a relationship, even if you were the one that ended it. Because mm -hmm. I did, I mean, I did the same thing. So I, I can kind of empathize with her a little bit, but she's, she's going to come to the realization that you have to go through the feelings. I hope so, because you out here just yeah. frolicking on Barack Obama's internet like you ain't 
like there isn't some type of emotional attachment to like, dang, this sucked. It didn't work out. I didn't have forever with this person. So it leads me to believe like you were never intentionally trying to have forever with this person. You just wanted two kids and that was it, which is just heartless. So wait, 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 wait. Are we feeling like she's heartless because she's moving past that dusty ass nigga? Or first of all, she knew he was dusty when he I'm not saying I'm not that, 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 no, no, so don't 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 make it like she ain't I'm just he saying was he was I'm dusty just... from day one. That's what I'm saying you accepted him flaws and all day he one. was he was dusty with potential and I feel like we all go through that phase as women where we be with somebody because they telling us they ambitious and all this shit and they got all this potential but I feel like what we don't give people grace for is you know it takes years for you to realize that this person ain't really realize their potential so it could be 15 years down the line where it's like oh actually I've grown and he's still the same fucking person exactly that he was 15 years exactly ago. And I think when you're a younger person you don't yeah. really realize I'm accepting this person as they as they are today and they may today never they but may never you also but you compare people to yourself like I'm not the same person that I was 10 years ago but so you kind of assume that people are gonna move and grow over the course of 10 years because that's what you're doing and that's the perception they give you so after 10 years you wake up and realize he's the same fucking bum that he was it is a little disheartening because you you just expected them to grow but now you know that hey I need to accept people where they are like I feel like she's probably learned a lesson and I feel like you have to learn that lesson I, you can't just expect people to know how to move with relationships and like you got to go through stuff and fail first before you know okay next time I should not expect this person to grow because I now I can see signs. just play a little devil's advocate I mean back to his dusty ass oh, that's okay. my point is he was dusty <laughs> when they got married and he never got undust and no. grow and nope I'm not, oh, I'm, not dust him. I ain't, I'm not gonna let you undust I'm gonna I'm not gonna because I don't believe that Barack Obama is an exceptional nigga Okay. Michelle Obama is an exceptional woman. And them in their relationships and how they got together is above us now. The ancestors made sure those two people met over ice cream and brought that union together and blessed us good black people with the first black president who could only be the first black president. It couldn't be Jesse. Okay. Because Jesse was nasty. Right. Well, it, it couldn't be it couldn't be King. Because King had to lead us to the land. He couldn't be in the land because back then he was still playing with all the pussy and the land. Okay. Oh, well, let's keep it real. <laughs> You're trying to talk about black love and I'm trying to tell you 
that what Michelle is saying is because that what they have, she can speak on because it is exceptional. We should want to, we should want to as black people to ascend to that kind of love. But I'm telling you, it ain't out there. No, and she is no. a beacon of hope because guess what her book is called? And this is not no ad. This is not an ad, Michelle. An ad, her, ad. her book is called The Light We Carry. She's carrying the light. Okay. Tim saw that he was not she had the light as best it has in 2022. You can't get mad because she frolicking out here living her best life. Let her live her best life. I'm upset at the perception she's giving as if she is okay and whole, as if there's no grief or loss in the separation listen and deletion of a relationship with once you what had so you can no give the girl a little bit of grace listen healed and at the beginning exactly because you don't know when it was over first of all you don't know when it was over and no let one, me however but, however she did go on a family vacation with this dusty ass nigga air quote that prior to filing for divorce so it was almost as if he was caught off guard and didn't know. Listen. All I'm saying is, Mm-mm. don't Mm-mm. give the whole Mm-mm. picture. Don't give don't give pieces of what will be digestible for us, but give your authentic self. Give your real self. And if you can't do that, get off the social or the media. I'm saying is a lot of people who are social media people, they don't know. There is no there is no actual blueprint other than probably one of the most perfect. I'm gonna give two examples of how. When people are unhappy in a marriage that are black, I'm going to give two different examples that they're going. So one, we don't, the, the question to ask is one, how long ago was it broken? Because a lot of people be so like what Michelle is really saying is when it is broken, how do you fix it? Do you fix it? It's like I just said, when you got a broken foot, do you Google it? Or do you actually, do you triage? So one, I would say in their marriage, it seems like there was no triage. It might've been, but it was behind closed doors. And it feels as if it was already over when she came out with what she said. His response was the dusty response and how he acted. Two examples of most recently divorced people or filed for divorce. One being Megan Good, the national treasure to the black people community some of y'all she's a national treasure i knew she was off that man we hadn't seen nothing we hadn't heard nothing about the divorce we had not seen nothing nobody seen that because you know they was real private there was nothing on nothing on nothing and when i saw harlem this is not an ad and I saw her being back to her bad usual stuff. I said, ooh, that don't look like the preacher's wife. Mm-mm. And it had yeah, been- Also, that's a different situation. They nope. had- Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay. Giving examples. You being real absolute. Go ahead. Megan Good and Mr. Not So Good, whatever. I'm give, I'm just giving examples. I'm, I said I could give two examples. Now, if you want to give other examples, you're more than welcome to. But yeah, in that case- people going through a divorce or if their marriage is broken because the premise is we're talking about how Michelle was out saying people should work through their marriage. Yeah. They shouldn't give up. 
there's more to that once you watch the entire interview but that's just a, that's what i took well we're, we're going based off of your argument your argument is you know this is what michelle said and so i'm i'm we're debating that's mm-hmm. one and and they you know after when they came out with you know they were getting divorced uh uh megan good and the pastor you know, he, I, I read something somewhere where he said, yeah, it was kind of hard realizing that, you know, there was nothing you can do when you're on the other receiving end of that, when there's really nothing you can do to be in a marriage no more. The second way these things can happen is what's that man that was date that's been on GMA been frolicking with that white woman. Oh, hello. I not watch GMA, but. Hello. Me. TJ Holmes, right? What? I'm telling you. Are we talking about the the real queen, Nia Long's husband, no. ex husband? No, 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 no. GMA, the host. Yeah, the yeah, two hosts that got suspended because they were they were having they were having a, an affair. They were having an affair. Together. They was supposed to be a work trip or something. Oh, you hear about that? Catch me up. Huh? I don't what? watch any type of news or anything. Okay, it I wasn't no to... news. It was the biggest tea at the end of the year. <laughs> Yeah, but so, he just uh, he divorcing his wife now. Too. So he, so he, so he was. They're both married, and they're both co-hosts on GMA, mm-hmm. and they apparently had started having an affair. But the only way we knew they were having an affair is because they had got to the point of their fucking relationship, like they was having sex. They've been having sex, but they had got to the point where they didn't care no more. They was having the affair. They both, both they both were. They both were married. Who was cheating on their spouses? They both was were cheating on their spouses. So they're both hosts and they was cheating on their spouses with each other. Correct. Okay. Yes. Now they, they so now they're together. Yeah. Together hoes, yes. Yeah, so now they're together. But <laughs> but I guess they, they made themselves unhoed if they're unhoed together now. If they're together now. But they but back to back to the fight for the marriage conversation we don't know when that was over or it was broken but clearly after on his wife this is not the first occurrence or issue i didn't say that i didn't say that i'm talking about with this girl in particular because it i'm talking about because like like y'all just said they might have been both hoeing and now they unhoeing because they actually together he went ahead and filed divorce because at the end of the day, okay, let's say he was, maybe the reason why he stayed was because his wife didn't want him to leave. And, you know, he could apologize over and over again like they do. But at the end of the day, he, you know, he liked to dip. He liked to dip in, dip in and dip out. He previously showed that he liked to dip. So he's a habitual cheater. So this is nothing new for him because he cheated on his wife with the producer of the show, one of the producers. So this is a continuous situation with him. That ain't, he been a dog, always gonna be a dog. Ain't nothing with the Megan Good situation. There was a lack of serious like communication and oh, I believe you for what you're saying. No, I don't want kids. I'm not gonna ever want kids. You can't go half on a child. Megan didn't want kids. You wanted kids. Y'all still got married. Y'all was hoping somebody would change their mind and they did. y'all didn't. But this is what I'm saying is the wife, we're talking about both parties. So that's why I gave the example of him being the hoe was you can have two people in a marriage 
the question we should really be asking the listeners is when something is broken, broken being he broke that shit because he got a broke, dirty ass dick. Wow. That could be one. Because oh like you said, when I saw that good old Nia came out and put out her statement and basically said like she was shocked. She didn't know what was going on. We we're talking about Nia Long, another national treasure in the black community. And she came out and said what she said, you know, it'd be, cause I don't, were they actually married? I don't think they were actually married, but oh, when something, two kids later. If Quick question. Some, Sorry. Um, who, who had a broke dirty ass dick? Oh, TJ Holmes. Cause the marriage was broken. Cause like once That's you a cheat, good morning America dude. Yeah. 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 What if his yeah. wife had a broke dusty coochie? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why didn't he leave her before it's things that come along with getting a divorce who knows maybe it was easier for him to go out and do his thing and who knows I don't that, know. go ahead Doug, drop that bomb just saying just saying I don't know I wasn't there I'm trying to take up for the homies but I, I would go on because we want to move on. Devil's advocate. That's just... yeah. We want to move what on. What what do we think about what? We talking to the listeners. Tell us what y'all think. Oh yeah, listeners. Everybody listening to the podcast right now. Tell us what you think. Do you think when a marriage is broken that we go high like Michelle Obama say, or you go low like T.J. Holmes broke dirty dick? And let's go ahead and move on to the next um, topic. Mm. Did Gunica and Kodak Black fuck? I hope not. not. Who the hell is Gunica? Oh, Goon. I got Goon and Monica. Got you, my bad. You don't know who Gunica is? That's her name. Everybody know her name. Cause we know, cause we know, we know Monica ain't do it. So I, I can't even say Monica. I said Gunica. Mm-hmm. Gunica is Gunica might have Monica. And Monica didn't. Well, I heard she's just mentoring him. Mm. You know, she she be taking all the boys. She be cool with all the hip hop boys. You know, cause mm. she kind of hood in the industry. So I've heard she's just kind of taking him under her wing and you know it's more of a mm. friendship mentorship thing going on mm. i would hope that the queen of atlanta would not it's would so not more. I, I would hope that she would not and she has shown me that hopefully that she would not you know and she's pledged her life to that nigga c murder so you know um i, 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 I asked that earlier go ahead up he is not out, but I would say that uh, they definitely hunched despite what you may think because no. his, his career don't need no mentorship at all. I tell you what people told me because I literally was like, are they fucking? And people was looking at me like I was ridiculous. Like, nah, you know, she just be mentoring him. Like, I'm like, okay. Why would you need mentorship from somebody if, if it's musically from a completely different genre and era? Uh, I don't, I'm just telling you what the streets told me because I definitely thought they was fucking. Okay, okay, okay. They what probably hunched. What y'all no. think? Um, listeners, they it's fucking. A, it's, a it's a hard truth. It's a hard truth. Well, let's give the let's give the PG the PG fucking version out there, out there. 
Um, for anybody listening to the podcast right now, do you think Gunica or Encoded Black had relations? Did he have relations with that woman? Or let's rephrase, do we believe that Monica had relations with Kodak? Um, we're gonna go ahead and move right along. So by now, if y'all niggas ain't seen Black Panther, you can kiss our ass. Let's go ahead. I'm a nigga that ain't seen Black Panther. Spoiler! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Fine, I'm still gonna see it. I don't care. The one thing I thoroughly enjoyed in Black Panther this time around was the power of lesbians and the queerness of Black Panther. There was so much queer pride in Black Panther that I just burst into a whole bundle of joy and admiration. So we want to give a shout out to um, the writer. I believe his name is of Black Panther. Yes, Googler, Coogler. Ryan Coogler. Yeah. Ryan Coogler for writing Ryan. that into the script. Um, even is he down the writer so- or director. He might be both. Oh. Um. I know he directed Research it. Research team got it. Research team got it. Oh, my bad. Um, Go ahead. I think it was um very well done, even down to wardrobe team for Black Panther and how they did a lot of non-gender affirming clothing. Um, the the representation of what queer women look like. Um and also just I just I, I really enjoyed it. So I really wanted to give a shout out to that in Black Panther for showing that love. Um, you know, love looks in so many different forms. I really don't like using the words, the phrase that everyone uses when they talk about the community um of uh love wins. I get it's like now the most marketable thing that you could say because honestly, love don't fucking win. Okay, love is hard work. It's work every day when you choose somebody. So it ain't winning. It's actually hard work. Um, and I love that they um, just gave a little a little glimpse into how beautiful um, lesbian love can look. So we wanted to shout that out um, okay. real right. quick. And Joe Robert Cole is the one who wrote Black Panther, Wakanda one. Forever. Okay. All right. Well, let's continue on to Black Love. We're going to talk about Tabitha Brown and her fine-ass husband. Oh, her husband's so fine. Well, y'all Chance been fine. It's like I knew. Chance been fine. It's like I knew, but we had to break. Okay, I'll take it back. Chance been fine. Chance been fine. All right. Well, Chance, shout out to you. Put that on the list because I had just came across the picture and I was like, damn, he fine. Where is mine? But Any, also, I don't think marriage is for me. But that's a topic for another day. All right. And then we're going to keep moving along. Has anybody, have y'all seen um, Reasonable Doubt? Yeah. I have I not. The Jay-Z album? 
bruh. Scene, scene. Can you see that album? No. You can see the CD. I don't know. We're talking about a Hulu uh, series. No, I haven't. Reason of a Doubt is a, this is not an ad, is a fantastic, well done show that gives very intimate looks into Black love. So if you haven't seen it, I would fully recommend watching it. It will grab hold of your ass like you never knew. You will binge it, but it's literally our Black scandal, and it's amazing. They had a cliffhanger ending, so there will be a season two, but y'all go ahead and check that out. Um, But it was amazing, amazing, well-done show. Um, I believe um, the Miss uh, Carrie Washington was one of the, I believe either the writers or the directors on some of the episodes, but definitely was in the writing room. Also, a uh, research team, can you look it up really quick? Because I feel like the show was produced under a Black production company. I could be wrong, but I want to say it is because when I was watching it, I did look it up and I thought I had it in my notes. But incredible, incredible, incredible show. Uh, go ahead. She is executive producer along with a bunch of other folks. Um, and... Um... Forgive me, ma'am. Ramala Muhammad is the program creator. Okay. Okay. All right. Brown people, stand up. We love to see it. And we are going to continue on in Black Love and end with the question. So, are we doing solo or poly? What are we doing? What did we do last time? So. I have recently discovered solely solo polyamory. And it's basically like people who have deep relationships with multiple people. So you're not just like tied to one person. It's not like one person with a whole bunch of bitches. It's like you date, you have relationships with multiple people. So I am thinking about trying that out because. I have been thoroughly traumatized from monogamy and I don't uh, trust these niggas. It really wasn't. It was monogamy on your end, not the other person. I don't trust these not niggas. And I have been traumatized by pursuing a monogamous relationship with men. So I'm thinking about trying it out. Listeners, tell me what you think. I'm new to this. Somebody told me about it. I don't know nothing about it. I kind of been researching. So y'all write us so, in, let me know. Anybody, does anybody do it? Have you tried it? Have you known anybody that does it? Describe what? it again. Solo polyamorous? Solo polyamory. Amory. So solo polyamory. All right, y'all. Y'all heard it right there. Let us know. Send us an email. Send us a mm-hmm. DM. Go ahead. Um you know, make sure y'all send us something, please, because we really want to know uh, at callyourcousinspod at gmail.com. That's C-A-L-L-Y-O-U-R-C-O-U-S-I-N-P-O-D at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at callyourcousins, no pod. We're on Instagram because somebody was hating on our handle with callyourcousins <laughs> with the pod, P-O-D at the end. And yeah, let us know. We're on YouTube. Go ahead and click the subscribe button and let us know in the comments. Uh, if you're listening to this, 
what do you think about solo poly amory yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna uh i'm gonna have to read up on that one because it, yeah. it sounds like it sounds like a regular polyamorous relationship relationships to me yeah i, like, I don't i don't understand like, the solo he, hyphen not part. a sister wife like a sister because regular polyamorous relationships is one person having a bunch of people who are in a relationship with him or her only mm-hmm. so solo polyamory is you having a relationship with a bunch of different people who are also having relationships with different people so it's not so they're not single either right got you like nobody in the situation is single oh i mean it's not it's mm. not it's not only to me i i personally feel like regular polyamory benefits the main one person more than everybody else in my opinion i know they might not i mean maybe listeners call tell us what you think but it's not just one person with a whole bunch of people catering to them it's you having relationships with a whole bunch of different people you go home to yourself you know and you got a bunch of different people you in a relationship with and they are with other people too so one person is not solely committed to the other person Everybody is committed to themselves and has their own partnerships with whomever outside of that partnership. Like it wouldn't be me with five husbands in one house. This is me having meaningful relationships with maybe two people or maybe three people. And then those three people having meaningful And then those people maybe have two or three of their two own. Two or three of their own, you know. I mean, I'm I'm not a you know based on the surface of that, I really wouldn't be opposed to that because one thing that I think I've always struggled with um, in monogamy is same thing being traumatized. I don't re- I did not realize how much I was traumatized in the relationships that I've been in until I've been single, you know, so long. Like I think my last serious relationship was over ten years ago, so I would say that. Yeah, I but I didn't even know that I was traumatized until probably in the last year um, that, you know, relationships, people lie to you, people can't be honest, no one wants to be honest, no one wants to tell their truth, and now you compound social media, you compound, you know, the communication, do you text, do you call, do you FaceTime, then you compound, you know, career, you know, money, then you compound children. I mean, it's just so much. And I think that I always had this general feeling that, and you know, no, uh, no diss to any of my exes, no, 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 uh, no diss to any of my exes, but you know, I'm going to switch over to my Sismo, uh, cause y'all gonna feel like I'm smoking on my ex pack, but I never felt like one man was enough. Never, never, like never. And that's not to say that they weren't, they were great to some degrees. Most of them were pretty good boyfriends, but some of them were fucking, if I saw them on the street, I wouldn't piss on them. So I feel like, you know, you have to, I think that what you're saying is something honest and it sounds like that this is more of the honest route of naturally allowing relationships to just be relationships because, um, yeah, the sister wife thing doesn't really appeal at all. 
Um, because then it's like, what if one of the sister wives want to have a kid? Like it, it, it just, it seems too much. And then, then it's rake, raking and, and pecking orders. Um, but I would say that the reason why you might feel that way is like you said, being so traumatized from being in previous relationships at this point, it would feel more ideal to not commit yourself to anyone. So Again, listeners, if you are in one, please send us a letter, um, send us a DM. Like we, we really, really want to know. Like I'm, I'm pretty curious because, um, not to say that I'm choosing that. I, I am currently single and wishing that the man I want to be with would want to be with me. But that's black men for you. They don't, they, you know, they off. That's all, man. That's all, man. Stop, stop. Dub said, "Don't discriminate. It's all of us." Okay. Just saying. Just saying. You know. I'm just saying. So we're gonna go ahead and move along, and take a quick break, and we'll be right back. All right. Um. All right. All right, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um. We are now going on to one of our favorite subjects topics which is a black wealth and we want to go ahead and give another shout out to wakanda forever because they just broke a new record that had never ever 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 happened and has now changed the face of superhero movies black panther wakanda forever has now shattered a huge milestone as being the First, female-led movies in genre. Wow. According to the latest the latest box office, um, this movie has become the highest-grossing female-led superhero movie domestically, leaping past Captain Marvel, Wonder Woman, and Black Widow to take the crown. Of course, following the death of Chadwick Boseman, Black Conda, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever had to go undergo a lot of changes both um, not only with uh, T'Challa, but now bringing in and replacing him with Leticia Wright as Shuri, who also starred along with uh, Angela Bassett, Dana Garuri, and Lupita Nyong'o. Lupita, don't come for me, girl. You know we fucking love you. But (laughs) um, man, crazy, crazy numbers here. Black Panther Wakanda Forever domestic grossed at 431.5 million, which was just enough to topple Captain Marvel at 426.8 million and shuffled around Wonder Woman, which was at 412.8 million and Black Widow, which was um, pandemic impacted at 183.65 million. So, hey man. I just said the other day, the only way that the U.S. is going to be back out of the recession in 2024 is if we elect a black woman. No, I was I was dull. I was dragged dull down because I had the audacity to say that. But I'm telling you all black women, we the, we, the, we the future. I don't care what nobody say. So shout out okay. again to um, Black Panther. And then also shout out to black men who are raising us up that are holding us down, that are lifting us up. Oh, Rihanna. Lift me up. Oh, oh. Okay. 
but seriously, now nah, we want to just say congratulations to um their team, Black Panther, um, Wakanda Forever, and the franchise. Incredible, 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 and just great news um to hear all around. Next, we yeah. have. Plan to get rich by 40. Twin, that's you, ain't it? Yes, I just wanted to mention that. I'm going to bring us all along on my journey that starts January 2023, okay? I feel like I'm, my plan is to get to $1.25 million by 40. So I'm going to keep us updated on our journey. I'm starting in January, all right? I'm going to help y'all give tips on what's working, what's not working. Did I lose all my money? Did I say fuck it? You know, so that's what we got in store. Fuck it, a bucket, a regal, a monte, whatever you're thugging. I love that 1.25. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and manifest that for you, baby girl. Yes. And then in addition to that, we can talk more about this over the course of the podcast, but this kind of goes back to generational curses. Why I feel like it'd be like one or two people in black families that be financially sound. And why is that? Like what is holding us back these days that's keeping us from figuring out our finances? What y'all think, listeners? That's part of my goals too for 2023. And we'll talk about it in the New Year's resolutions. But I want to help some black people become financially sound because I feel like I learned a lot about finances on my own and I taught myself and I'm just I feel like we be behind listeners tell me what's holding us back what y'all want to hear do y'all need tips do y'all tell me what y'all struggling with what do we need to become financially sound as black people we need discipline Mm. (laughs) um i think we just a lot of us we just we want to be in the mix a lot we just want to be able to travel and go out when we want and you know spend it on silly stuff if but you can do that and budget too you know you can but a lot of people don't know how to do that i I won't say i'm the best but yeah a lot of people don't know yeah they don't know where to start they just know hey i make this whenever i get paid and then they, we do it in our head and somehow it don't add up in the end. I have a spreadsheet with 10 tabs for my monthly budget. Like if I feel like I'm spending too much, I'll be like, oh, let me go to the spreadsheet. Okay. This, this, okay. We spending a little too much. Now I don't think everybody should do, I know that's OD, but 10 tabs slightly. Yes. <laughs> Because I'd be having to redo it, you know? So I'm t- okay, I got in a little extra money. So let me do a scenario in which I spend this much instead. Like, I know that's OD. I know everybody ain't doing no financial model for their monthly budget. But what type of, like, what? I, I don't know. Y'all write in, tell me what y'all think. I'm going to try to start giving tips on finances. And y'all let me know what's working, what's helping, what's not. Because... I really do feel like we can still have what we like and go out and stuff and still, you know, budget because that's a good segue. It's a fucking recession now. Inflation is crazy. Everything is fucking high. Okay. Cost of eggs. I spent like seven hundred dollars at Sam's Club. I don't even got no kids. 
I feel like the normal bill would have been like three hundred dollars, bro. Like we we gotta we can't be out here poor. Yeah, even even we usually around like the two fifty three hundred range. But you know, you you be getting that that bulk stuff. All that bulk stuff be like thirty forty dollars. But I said I, I get I what you're saying. Go back in two months. Because... Yeah, yeah. I mean that goes right back. That goes right into um our black economics topic because right. I feel like you know one the black dollar goes long, but at the same time, like with everything being so high. It just it, it makes you understand how important community is and how you wish you had the local grocery store somebody, you know, you wouldn't you didn't have to go to Sam's Club, you can go respend that money in the black community. So, um, yeah, we're if you're listening to this right now, we are actually in a recession. Don't let the news tell you otherwise, but people are still spending like crazy. And as Dub said, a lot of it comes down to discipline. When I've been in my most stable financial situation, it came down to a lot of discipline, a lot of um, being very responsible with watching. Um, it's no different than kind of like um, calorie counting, just knowing what not, you know, how much to eat, not knowing, you know, knowing, you know, um, tea got too much goddamn sugar in it. You know, if you buying it from the stove, like stuff like that. So um we just gonna wish all y'all well you know make sure y'all don't you know we know taxes finna come through in 2023 don't y'all go spend them goddamn taxes at no uh put that refund away like this shit only gonna get worse don't believe the hype it's not gonna get any better you need to get a second job you need to find another source of income this is the time and opportunity because let me tell you baby one thing that I recently learned with um, just bringing up what happened with Southwest real quick is, um, you know, America has to America has to reconcile how much they're paying people. I think we might have discussed this on a couple of episodes ago, but it doesn't make sense that the minimum wage is what it is in certain states. It doesn't make sense that Glorilla thinks that a personal assistant is worth five hundred dollars a week. It doesn't make sense that, you know, you got people overworking during the holiday season. Now, I'm just speaking for myself, but whatever they was paying them employees at Southwest wasn't enough because that's why they ain't go to work. And this generation that's coming up, them niggas don't give a fuck. They will not go to work. They do. They actually don't care because what they going to do, fire them. And that's what happened. And they grouped me. Everybody said, y'all ain't going tomorrow. Y'all ain't going tomorrow. You ain't going tomorrow. You ain't going tomorrow. And nobody, nobody went to work. And so, let's go, go back to the glow really thing. Oh, because definitely back because uh, we talked about that. what the fuck did we? I forgot. Yeah, yes, at the top of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, man. Okay, go I, ahead. That's what you I'm saying. You went back and thought about it some more. <laughs> she got <laughs> mad again. <laughs> she, you know what it was? She, I, I, I use. I, I feel like I, I honestly feel like a uh, big glow is um uh. Uh, she is definitely a um a saint a min- a minister of of many things because I often find myself well big glow said but she was dead as wrong with that shit and she stood ten toes down and she stood on that shit so really that's the that's the part for me listeners we recorded the first half like two weeks ago so like, I completely forgot we already talked about that and it was egregious all over again like what okay anyway go ahead. Um, but you, you know, 
what you're paying people and in in relation to um what is how much things cost I, I just don't see how america can't reconcile that like there has to be the money somewhere because of um you know our population and what it's worth like there has to be the money out there and so i would just say that you know i i hate what uh anybody that was affected by that southwest or any airlines travel during the holidays i hate that for you i hope honestly that southwest it goes bankrupt because of this because how you pay out bonuses to you know your ceo over the holidays because that's when everybody that's in corporate knows that's when bonuses are paid out so the bonuses are already paid out and y'all basically fucked, told everybody to go fuck themselves. That's shout out. Y'all dead ass wrong. And because I know if I was being paid good money already in my job, even if I was a little overworked and then I got time and a half because of the holidays, my black ass would have been at work. And that's all I got to say. I would have too. So we're going to move along. It looks like gas is creeping up a little bit more. So y'all better stay your ass at home. And I recently got my car service too. And what I thought I was going to go in for like maybe a buck, maybe 200 at most. I left with over a $300 bill. And it was just, it was like you said, just an oil change. So how much was your oil change recently, Twin? Which my oil change was $200. Oh, oh, we ain't got a nice car though i do i do drive a nice car but i am learning just how expensive luxury cars are i also didn't pay for the oil change but it was still like damn i thought oil changes was like 30 is that too i don't know i haven't paid for oil you put 30 dollars. you put 30 dollars in that luxury vehicle bitch that thing will shut off it yes. will not go it ain't gonna push start Sears went out of business a while ago. You ain't getting no thirty dollar oil change no more. Hey, does she she get a thirty dollar oil change? She try to push start that thing. That thing will not leave the garage. Her car be her truck will be sitting right in the. <laughs> she, she still shout out to my baby Portia. Please come back to mommy. She's still in the shop because when they did the oil change, they found she needed a water pump too. Oh, so all right. So you got a you got a loan or how they treating you? That nigga gave me his car. Okay. Okay. Well, that we're gonna guess. We're, yeah, yeah just, we're on. Yeah. On that note, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> all right. So well, I, so I want to, if you don't mind, P. I want to scratch the last segment, auntie segment, and replace it with, I want everybody to give some thoughtful accounts of what they want to see in the new year. It can be new year's resolutions, mm. or it can just be something you want to work on. I can go first because I've given some thought to it unless somebody else wants to. But I just want us to take a few minutes to reflect and like, what are our goals for the new year? So I'll start mine. I, this, mine are simple. I'm keeping it simple, stupid. Cause I usually don't do new year's resolutions. Cause I feel like after January, you forget all that shit anyway, but I am being meaningful about not engaging in conversation with stupid people who, and that doesn't serve me stupid and or sick people. I won't call anybody out. There is a specific individual, but in general, really, I am going to be meaningful about not engaging in those 
conversations that don't serve me and that just put me in a worse mood and that are not conducive to my self journey. And I really want to focus on health and wealth, hashtag health and wealth. That is what I'm focusing on because I was talking to my therapist and, you know, I spent like a good 10 years of my life really focused on nutrition and like what I put in my body and working out. And I feel like the past couple of years, I've just been in a slump and gotten away from that. And I feel like it's contributing to my slump. We also so, went through a pandemic. I mean, we did, but I I want to try to get back to that because that is that is something very important to me. And I do feel like I was my best self, you know, when I was focused on those things. So that's what I want to focus on. And always wealth, you know. I told y'all I'm starting my journey to 1.25 milli. So that's the goal. Anybody? Anybody thought about it? Um, I, roughly, I mean, roughly thinking, I don't. It could be simple. I don't really do like the uh, resolution stuff. Just to put it out there, I just really try to focus on being better than what I was yesterday. Um, so that's that's me. That's so. Me. So what if you on January one were focused on being better than you were the day before? That's like still having a resolution. <laughs> Just saying. But also, yeah, I don't really, I've never really participated in in the whole resolution thing. Um, yeah, but I, I, I do agree with you. Just try to be better than you were. If you, like, if there's something you want to improve on, you can start at any point in the year. Correct. You really can. But the new year does signify mm -hmm. a new period, a new beginning, you know, new time. It, it, it's kind of rejuvenating. So mm -hmm. if you didn't do it the rest of the year, which you could have, now is the time to take the opportunity of a new beginning Agreed. to start, right. you know? Let's do it. And then if you don't do it, you still remember you can do it the rest of the year too. Hey, you got anything? You've had a transitional year. Man, Woo. say that. Um, well, one for everyone that's listening, we want to take time to thank you so much for taking the um leap of faith and sticking with us this long, listening to every single episode thus far. Um, my biggest goal is to, um, do things and be creative, um, and do creative things with people I like, um, you know, with family, friends. So this is one of my babies and I want to see this baby grow. So we want to say thank you to everyone that shared a like, that's wrote a letter, that's DMs. Anytime um, someone tells me, man, I love hearing about it. I, we, we really appreciate y'all. Um, I want to see my family um, grow. I want to see my family flourish. I want to see everybody. Um, I want to see Black people win in 2023. Um, I want to see people grow. I want to see black people um, 
become more educated, come less dependent upon what they see and more about what they can do. Um, I want to, for myself personally, I was saying this, this the other day to um, one of my really good little sisters, you know, like your friend, someone you kind of mentor, but your little sis that everything that transpired in 2023, I'm proud of myself for taking the opportunity to allow myself to process my emotions, process the situation I was in and becoming a masterful pivoter. When something isn't serving you, anybody listening to this, let that shit go. If something doesn't feel right to you, make sure you have one or two people that you can be your true self with, that you can tell, that can not tell you some shit you wanna hear back, but more importantly, they love you, but they care about you and they going to give you it 100. Because when you're going through something and your gut tells you something's not right, nine times out of 10, when you actually, what the, I want to say the enemy, cause that's a, a, a religious term, but what, what negative connotations want or negative energy wants to do is it wants to isolate you. It wants to think that you're the only one going through that situation. And that path leads to so much destruction, not only potentially to yourself, but the situation itself and so many other things. And so when something isn't working for you and something doesn't serve you, you have to, you got to leave it where it is. Also take the time to process when you're going through something then, because back to what I was telling my little sis, I looked her dad in her face and I said, I, I can't carry trauma with me in my life no more. I can't do it. It's no, it has no place. It has no room. And instead, what I want to do for 2023 is fill my life with love. Now, if somebody that goes for men, that goes for my family, that goes for what I'm doing, my job, whatever I, when I wake up in the morning, I want to live in love because I want it to, I want my life to be so overflowing with love and, and what love means in any kind of capacity that it's just, it's almost disgusting to myself because I just think that I myself am a big, I have a big heart. I do acts of kindness of love in other ways, like in my love languages, but I'm so afraid, especially in relationships with men to love because I don't want to be hurt. And so now I think for me, that's the biggest thing I want to lead with. I want to lead with love next year in 2023. I don't believe in resolutions as, uh, either D. Um, I also, I think loving myself more is going to help me lead a healthier life. Um, you know, I, I think me and twin were both probably um, the most happiest in our fitness journeys. But at the same time, like I've taken the time to also tell myself that to, to process that by saying, you know, okay, it's, it starts with the small steps and then you'll slowly gradually get yourself there. So if you're one of those people who haven't been your best nutritionist self, you've kind of gained a little bit of weight or you haven't felt your best, um, you know, as a certified nutritionist, some of the things that is really key and important is making sure that, you know, what you put in your body is how your body is, how you treat your body and what you put in your body is only going to make you feel better. So if you eat like shit, 
you eat things that make you feel bad. Like if you lactose intolerant and you go get cold stone, nigga, why? You know, you you you. I'm you, you yeah you know it's like you can't you first thing always with nutri with with diet you want to lose weight it always starts with the kitchen it always starts with how you're eating so make sure y'all take care of yourself especially black people um i i want i want black people to be more healthier with how they eat but at the same time you know that's that's actually something you could potentially google Also, yes. I'll be um, starting some research in 2023. I full I plan to be fully um, bilingual, so I'm yeah. really excited to do that because I'm going to be hitting the good streets and um, learning more about diverse communities. Um, and that's you know, like I said, it's a big. It was a big year this year. So many things to celebrate. So many losses and grief but I'm leaving that shit behind and I'm looking forward. I'm leaving that shit behind too. I saw some, one of my friends, shout out to B. She put on her story, a tweet that was like, please feel free to leave me in 2022. Please feel free to leave me. If I didn't serve you, you didn't serve me. We, we, we know that it's over. Let's yeah. all like, please leave me behind because I surely will be leaving some folks behind mm. and moving forward. Oh, I also wanted to say there are some people, some relationships that I have not been able to nurture in the past couple of years that I would like to begin to nurture again this year. Also, that, but some of y'all motherfuckers getting left behind and you're gonna be looking confused. And I'm here to say, good fucking riddance. That's it. Speaking of leaving people behind, what what happened to uh old boy you mentioned earlier in the episode that uh you've known him for so long and all this stuff and I guess he started to pop back up. What happened to the update? On I him? hope she listened to what I said when I told her to block his fucking number and delete it. Who are we talking? Oh you my already, ex. My yeah, ex. from oh. like 15, 20 years ago, whatever you said it was. Oh, I think he got pissed at me. He thought me. <laughs> Wait, you remorseful now? <laughs> no, I just you just reminded me of it because I hadn't thought about it. Um, I thought about him the other day and I was like, ooh. He probably pissed off. He probably leave. Leave. What did you do? You let him have it? Um and he didn't take it well. Okay, so yes. I kind of let him have it because he keep. I don't know if I, I forgot what I said earlier in the episode. So he keeps trying to see me and I'm yeah. like, you need to plan something. Okay. Yeah, he won't no so he effort. He still ain't did nothing. So I yeah. sent him, you know how they have like the wiki how you can look up so they tell you how to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. Wow. How to plan a date. Oh my God. Wow. Okay. And we said how to plan wow. a date. And we are ending, we are ending the episode. It'd be note. your it be your own people on that uh, note. Uh, on that note to everyone that's been listening that to the podcast so far. We thank wow. you. We thank you. We thank you guys for listening to us and tuning in to us. We are committed to this thing. We will be having episodes dropping every single week. Just please, please, please continue to tune in. If you're listening right now, you you binging, get all that shit in. We got so much content to give y'all, mm -hmm. but follow us on Twitter, 
at call your cousins follow us on instagram at call your cousins pod p-o-d send us an email or any feedback questions at call your cousins pod p-o-d at gmail.com that's c-a-l-l-y-o-u-r-c-o-u-s-i-n-s-p-o-d at gmail.com and check us out on youtube at call your cousins click subscribe and share a link we love Mm -hmm. y'all have a great 2022 and may the good lord bless you yeah have a have a great uh 2022 going into 2033 and uh, after that little uh update i want to say to old boy whoever you are leave my cousin in 2022 please leave her (laughs) don't call her don't text her Call you don't yeah. call or text don't or call, call your cousin. Call call <laughs> don't call or text her. Call your uncle. Call your auntie, but don't call that don't bitch. Oh, don't and call we, twin. And we out of here later. See y'all. Bye.